0: Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. God bless you. Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Stacy Sarton coming at you today with light, the light of God. God comes shining through every single day. That's why every day is Sunday. And that's why you should purchase the new daily devotional. Every day is Sunday. Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday. Reading that book every day lets the light shine through, come shining through. The light of God comes shining through because the book is based on scripture and scripture is based on the word. And what is word? The word is light and light is Jesus Christ. And it comes shining through like light through a window. I'm sitting here now with my parents, right? We're at the table and light is shining down on us. And uh, I figured, hey, let's do a podcast. I was a little behind this week. And so what are we talking about? light shining through the window because it's shining on my two wonderful parents and it's shining in my heart right now, straight from heaven. And it's shining on you if you're listening. So let's Windex the window though, because it's been a long winter and the windows can get dirty in the winter and the fall. When seasons get dark, when seasons slow down, when there's not a lot of light and a lot of dust can build up on windows. And our lives are like windows. Our faith is like a window. And when seasons get dark, when seasons get long, and that dust, that dirt, that sin even can build up on in our lives. Oh, wait a minute. We got a call in. I had both parents and maybe I've got Jesus too. Hi, can I call you back? Don't you love the old call you back, whisper? And then you have to say it twice because the person never hears you the first time. We didn't want to turn the phone off because my father is my bishop and you know the bishops get calls all day. So at the table here, this phone is going to ring. So but the light is going to keep shining and it's going to keep shining through this window. Why? Because we've Windexed the window. Well, like I said, it was dirty a while ago. It was dirty because of the fall and the winter and it hadn't been Windexed in a while. And so when it had been Windex in a while and all that snow and all that rain and all the things in the elements outside started to build up on that glass, it got so dirty that now that the light is shining again, it wasn't shining as bright when spring arrived. So what we had to do is go out there and Windex the window. We had to wipe off some of that stuff from that dead winter, that dead fall when things were falling off, when things were losing parts of themselves. And then in our lives, it works the same way. We're like windows, right? Our eyes are like windows to our souls, right? Our faith is like a window to our beliefs and our heart. And what happens when things start to fall off in our lives? What happens in those winter times, those dark seasons, those seasons where the sun doesn't shine as long as it does? And all of a sudden, we get a buildup, too, a buildup of worry, a buildup of doubt, a buildup of, uh, is this really going to happen? Do I really believe it? But you got to believe, right? Because spring comes like it's here now. And what's happening is uh, the sun is trying to shine through. And what was going on? We could barely get the light because we hadn't windexed the window. But we got out there knowing that seasons changed, knowing that this was a spring, knowing and expecting that at this time of year that... Uh, the light would start to shine. So we started to remove the dirt and the dust using Windex, right? Because that's our favorite cleaner. And and spiritually, Jesus Christ and and faith in Christ Jesus, it's our favorite cleaner. And what did we do? We knew that if we call upon the Lord in these dark seasons, if we call upon the Lord when things were at a loss, if we call upon the Lord when it doesn't seem to be a lot of light, when the devil is saying, be sad and don't believe this and don't believe that, then the Lord will answer. And what will he do? What will he do? What will he do? He'll wipe the dirt off of our our window. He'll wipe that dust and all those dead things off our face. It comes shining through. But you got to wipe that off. Light won't shine through dirty glass. Sin and unbelief are dirt and mud. So when you're sinning and you're living in that sin, when you don't believe, and you're just walking in unbelief, that's like dirt and mud on your window. When we don't believe God is shining his light on us, it goes out in us because of the belief, the unbelief blocks it. Jesus performed tons of miracles all over Judea and Samaria, but hardly any in his hometown because the window was stained with unbelief. In our lives, we see blessings in areas where we believe and trust God, but not so much in areas where we still harbor fears and doubts, dust and dirt, right? We not only block our own blessings, but we block the blessings of of, of those that God wants to bless us through. The light that we have brightened their lives, uh, the light that we have that would have brightened their lives, it stops at us. God is in us and he shines in us to lighten us, but also to lighten others through us. And when we don't believe, when we allow sin to block that light, it stops in us. It goes out in us. And so we're not only denying ourselves the goodness of God, but we're denying others who are supposed to be receiving it uh, uh, through God. As a matter of fact, in some occasions, we're supposed to be just getting some light because somebody else was getting the light that God was sending. We're blocking light that wasn't even intended for us, but we were just supposed to be blessed by it. So what we want to do is stay clean. We want to keep the window wiped down in all seasons. I know we fall off, and it's hard to keep that window clean. And sometimes it's hard to keep that face up. I mean, winter is cold, and, and, and fall is, is windy and ugly. And, and it's hard to stand out there in that cold and, and that ugly wind and, and things swirling by you and, and things happening around you and, and, and try to clean a window. You want to stay inside and clean it, right? And that's what we want to do in our, our, our spiritual lives, right? We just want to stay in church. We just want to say a prayer and, and sing a hymn. We don't we don't really want to stop doing the things that we know are, are wrong outside the will of God. We don't want to change and, and, and turn around and things that we're we're having fun doing, you know, and, and sins that, that are benefiting and profiting us in some way. But 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 God is saying, no, you, you can't lie on, on, on one side and, and then say you're telling the truth on the other. If he's shining that light on the outside, then that same light should be on the inside. If you're shining some type of light on the outside, then that same light should be on the inside. Clean both sides of the glass is what I'm saying, because you don't want to just block somebody else's blessings and block your own blessings. God is trying to bless others through us and he's trying to bless us at the same time. God wanted to bless the Assyrians, the ancient Assyrians by warning them to repent of their sins. But the prophet Jonah, who he told to go warn them, his hatred of the Assyrians blocked the blessing. God had to clean the window in in, uh, Jonah for the blessing to get through because Jonah said, I'm not doing it. (laughs) He went in the opposite direction. He just started throwing mud and dirt on his own window. And so what God did is said, okay, well, I'm not going to shine on you. And when God starts shining, you, things start going the wrong way. You start going the wrong way, things start going the wrong way. Why? Because God isn't shining on you. But once he turned around, once he started going the right way, all of a sudden his problems spit him out. He landed on land where? Right where he was supposed to be going in the first place. And so then he, the blessings came through through him. But God had to trouble Jonah. And in our lives, we face a lot of troubles for the same reason. God has to clean out that window. maybe that's a call for an amen, right? But some sin, known or unknown, some doubt or lack of trust in God about something, those things cause God to pull out the windex of affliction. Now, what's the windex of affliction? That's when God has to clean our windows. He uses some type of problem, some types of trouble, some type, some type of affliction to, to, to turn us around. That's how he turned Jonah around, right? He had him uh, in a storm, thrown off a boat, uh, swallowed by a fish. I mean, there is lots of trouble there. And in our lives, we go through lots of trouble when we go outside the will of God, when we dirty up our window, when we don't believe him, when we don't trust him, when we don't have faith in him. Then it dirties us up and the light of God doesn't shine in us. And in all that darkness, the devil goes to work. That's why God is so worried about shining through us. Not worried. He loves us and wants to bless us. The windows of heaven are locked. They can be opened from the outside. You just have to stand on something to reach them. Psalm 61 and 2 calls it a rock higher than I. Once lifted in his grace and mercy, we can push the windows of heaven open from the outside. How? By pushing up a confession that Jesus Christ is Lord, by pushing back the table of sin and pushing up repentance, pushing up prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. Push those things up and the windows of heaven will open up and shower down a blessing of light you won't have a window big enough to receive. A clean window that shines right through your soul and into the hearts of others. You want God to bless you so that you can bless others. He hears that prayer. You keep pleading and pleading, knowing how much you want this for those you love as much as you want it for yourself. And God knows that too. He sees and knows your wonderful heart because it's the one he gave you. What he wants you to know today is he wants to bless you first. And it takes a clean window to do that. We don't have to wait on God to Windex us. If we judge ourselves, we won't be judged. God doesn't Windex us when we Windex ourselves. Believe in Christ Jesus is our Windex. Confession and repentance of sins, that's Windex. Knowing the word of God is how we keep the window clean. So remember, the clean window's on the outside and in the inside. You just can't love God on the inside and love others on the outside. God cleans the inside by shining in. We clean the outside by shining out. We don't leave smudges or dirt spots. We clean the whole window. God inspects and will send it back if it's not clean. We can't love some and not love others. Those are smudges. We have to let the whole light shine. Imagine if a traffic light stopped shining all its lights. What if it stopped shining red and only said go on your side? Could you imagine the accidents? Or what if it stopped shining green? Could you imagine all the bad words? That's how much trouble we cause and how disappointed God is with us when we block the light he has shined on us for the purpose of shining through us. Last example, if I deposit money into the bank and write you a check, I expect you to pay whoever I wrote that check to. If you don't pay who I wrote that check to, I start withdrawing my funds. And what God is saying is in Christ Jesus, he has deposited love in us. And that love is not just written for us, that love is written to be cashed by others. So everyone we meet, everyone we come across, we should be paying them love because God has deposited love in us for us to pay others with. And if we don't pay others with the love that God has deposited in us, then what should God do? He should do exactly what we would do withdraw that love from us, pull back the love from us, stop shining the light on us. And what happens then? It bankrupts us, bankrupts us of peace, bankrupts us of joy. So we lift Jesus up for everybody because he can shine through anyone. We want everyone to see our window washer. That's what Jesus is, right? He's our window washer. You ever look up and you see the window washers downtown? I live in the big city, Detroit. Mom and Dad would take me downtown, and uh, we would, you know, walk through the city. We lived uh, in the downtown area for a while, uh, in the midtown area, and so you would see the tall buildings. Because I would love to go downtown, and every now and then you would see people washing the windows, and they'd be on these scaffolds high up with ropes. And I would say, like, look, man, look, 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 he's he, he's way up there. What's he doing? And you know, and Dad would be like, he's washing the window. I'd be like, wow, what do you you fall? Who would go that high just to wash the window? I thought that was so ridiculous. Why would you go that high just to wash a window? I mean, all you can do is see out of a window. But as I grew up, it helped me understand Jesus on the cross because I thought the same thing about him. Why would you go that high up on a cross just to die so somebody can see through you, see eternal life through you? And then it started to make sense. I was like, oh, okay, well he's going up and he's sacrificing his life so that others can see. And the pay is great as a window washer, right? And what did Jesus Christ do? He went up, he high and lifted up and he gave up his life. He sacrificed his life fully. Why? So that we can see, see what? Eternal life. And look at the pay he has. Lord of Lord, King of Kings. Amen, Jesus. He comes shining through and that's why I love Jesus. So excuse me if I get excited because I always get excited about Jesus. I didn't say I'm sorry. I just said, excuse me, because that may be loud or or disturbing, but I'm not sorry about it because Jesus cleaned my windows and cleaning windows comes a long way. And the devil tried to stop me, but I thought about Jesus at Calvary and if, if he couldn't stop Jesus at Calvary, he can't stop me. The devil tried to stop Jesus, but Jesus came through. They tried to beat him all night long and they beat him down. And some days I feel so beat down. I feel like some people are trying to beat me down. I feel like some people have beat me down. And I feel like sometimes they beat me down so much I should give up. But I think about Jesus and they beat about beat him down all night long. And he came through because that's what light does. He, he came shining through. And so that's what I do. When I get beat down, I I, I come shining through. Shining what? Through the light of Christ Jesus. Once it shines in me and I realize what he did, that I get through whatever I'm going through. And to me, that's shining his light outside of me. And that's showing that he came through because he came through me. They mocked him, spit on him, tempted him to come down from the cross. But he came through that. And how many times have you been mocked? I know I've been mocked. There's probably somebody somewhere right now saying, Stacy this or Stacy that. They spit on him. I I wouldn't even go into that. Tempted him to come down. And how many times have people tempted you to come down from the high hopes you have in in life? How many times have people tempted you to come down from the peace you have, from the joy you have? Get on from there and listen to what I got to say about you. Get on from there and listen to what they're about to do. Get on from there and look at what might happen. Get on from that high level of peace, high level of joy, high level of satisfaction and, 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 and confidence you have in Christ Jesus and come down from there. But Jesus didn't come down from that that cross and I'm not coming down from the piece he left me. They nailed his feet and his hands to the cross and they pierced him in the side with a spear. Oh my God, I've been stuck in places too. I've been stuck in places thinking, how long will I have to be here? I've been stuck in places thinking, when am I going to get out from here? When am I going to get out of here? When is this going to end? But you know what? I thought about him being stuck up on that cross all day. I think I thought about him being stuck on that cross for six hours, hands and feet nailed there, pierced in the side, and I've been stuck in places too, and people have been sticking me with this and sticking me with that, people on my side, people who I thought were on my side, those were the ones who were piercing me, but he came through that, and you know what? I came through that because it was his light shining through me, and when I come through those things, that's what I see, his light shining through me, and that's what I'm showing others, he came bleeding through that, and like some clothes you put in the washing machine, red with white, they bleed together in a hot in hot water. He came bleeding through that situation, blood and water came pouring out of him. Blood for the for the salvation and the forgiveness and for the atonement of our sins, and water for the word to wash us clean. And you know what? That bleeding came through in me and every time I get in the hot water, I get in the hot water with him. He's pure and he's white and that bleeds over this red and that blood and that situation bleeds right through to me. And I turn like him in those situations. He bleeds through to me just like clothes bleed through in a hot situation. So like Paul, I don't mind the fiery trials. I don't mind some of these times when I get through and I see what I get through. And I look down and I say, hey, you know what? I was in hot water, and and, and that one cloth bled through to the other. That joy that he had in in the Father, that bled through to me. That peace that he was showing from the Father, that bled through to me. And so finally, they put him in a borrowed grave and put a rock at the entrance. They were trying to muddy up the window. That's what the rock was, if you think about it. They were trying to put mud on the window. But for once... They thought he's not going to come through. They thought this time they had him. But he still came through because what they didn't realize is that the temple veil, a large curtain for the holiest room in the temple, it was torn when Jesus died for our sins. They didn't realize the curtain was already open and that the light was already shining in the window. And early one Sunday morning before the light we see with our eyes had even begun to shine, the light we see with our hearts was already coming through coming up and coming out of that grave. A light so glorious and so marvelous, even the mud off the gates of hell couldn't block it. A light so bright it shined all the way through Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and every part of the world, including right here on the pew you're sitting. That light has risen and is still shining today. He's still coming through for us each and every day. And if that light is being blocked for you today, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, you've been washed by the word, the curtain, that acted as a cloud between you and the light of Jesus has torn down, has been torn down, and Jesus is already to shine in and through you today. So no more worrying if you're gonna make it, no more worrying how you're gonna make it, if God's gonna keep you, does God hear you? Those dark days are over. Just come bask in this marvelous light. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's what we've been talking about today. Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. Let the light of Jesus Christ shine through you. Don't let anything block it. Because again, remember, the light that comes in should be going out. Happy Sunday from my mom and dad, my silent guest. Say something. So they know Happy it. Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. See? <laughs> yeah. You thought there was no other lights in here? We're shining bright. Peace and love. Happy Sunday.